Welcome to the TNT Podcast, where we discuss all of the hottest current events within hip-hop culture, album reviews, politics within the music industry, and more. You all know me by Talorian. I am one half of the TNT Podcast, and of course, I have my brother here with me. Yes, sir. My name is Timothy. I'm the other half of the TNT Podcast, and we're here with the shits. We are bringing unbiased, unfiltered, honest conversations about hip-hop and the culture. So if you're sensitive about your favorite artist or public figure, go on ahead to the next podcast. But you can still follow us, though. Just remember, these are our opinions, and we are only speaking on behalf of us. Thank you all for tuning in. All social media platforms will be in the description for each and every episode. So don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Peace and love. Yes, sir. Welcome to episode 64 of the TNT podcast, TNT, TNT, TNT. This is one half of the TNT podcast to Lorian. And uh, I'm going to let my brother introduce himself like he always does. Yes, sir. This is Timothy, second half of the TNT podcast. Uh, we're here for episode 64. Uh, and we are joined by our TNT family member. Uh, Y'all have seen him before. Uh, we have Justin here with us today. He's joining us back to uh, get to the shits. <laughs> but yeah man uh we back yes sir yes sir yes sir yes, how you doing sir. brody how you doing brody man i'm good man i'm good you know a little tired but you know it ain't gonna stop me bro you gotta keep on moving you gotta keep it working you gotta keep grinding yes sir yes sir how about you tim what's been going on with you brody <clears throat> oh man same here just grinding working trying to live trying to experience life uh, trying to stay in a positive mind frame, uh, you know, every day, every, you know, every day is the same for me. You know, I say it over here on, on the podcast all the time. I live a boring life. So, but uh, what about you? Uh, what have I been doing? Getting ready to come home. Uh, you know, counting down the weekends. I got about like six weekends left, something like that. Six, seven. So, uh, yeah. Um, just doing out process and stuff, um, hanging out with friends on the weekends, trying to take advantage of every weekend. And uh, I've been taking full advantage. Uh, these get to <laughs> You make me laugh every time. <laughs> I was laughing at you saying I've been taking full advantage uh, yeah. because that is absolutely the truth. I've been seeing the Snapchats and your ass has just been living it up. Bro, no, so it's so funny. I was uh I went to go uh play laser tag with one of my friends. It was his birthday um a few days ago, but we celebrated it yesterday. And uh one of the one of these girls that I know, she uh she messaged me, she was like, You do everything. I was like, What is everything? Like I was like, what? she was like, You do everything. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, I just be doing stuff. What do you mean everything? She's like, I don't know, you just do a lot. I was like, hey. I mean, chill. I mean, I don't do much during the week. It's really only be on the weekends, but you know, gotta hey, take look. it. You know Ain't nothing wrong with doing everything. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, nah. But I, besides that, I, I ain't even really been just working like that. I just been it's just been out processing stuff. So, um, that's really what I do when I go to work. It's just out processing. So, and then my my last you know date of separation is on my actual birthday, but um. I'm gonna be getting out probably like two weeks before because I got a little bit of leave. So um, yeah, man, that's pretty much uh, you know doing work stuff like as far as uh, 
stuff back home and uh you know got my apartment already so yeah, it's about to be time to come back to Dallas soon so yeah back in no time man that, that time is gonna go by real quick it flew so uh, that's been uh, it though for me that's it yeah man uh look live it up you know experience everything we only get one life to live yolo you only live once so yeah man I'm about to, I'm about to do a little bit of traveling so I'm about to go to uh I to go to Portland, Oregon in a what, couple weeks. So I'm gonna be there for like four or five days. I'm gonna try to take a San Diego trip. And one of my friends, he want me to come to Utah before I head home. So I'm gonna be in like Salt Lake City for like three, four days. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm moving around. So before I get to Dallas. <laughs> Your boy moving, boy. Yeah, man, I'm trying, bro. I'm trying to travel a lot. So it's been fun. Just make sure you're staying clear of the Delta variant. Because yeah, man. It's real out here. It's out here. Man, got more variants than goddamn Loki, bro. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, man. Nah, you hey, gotta be careful out here. Hey, y'all, y'all gotta watch Loki, man. It's a good show. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, yeah, I've been hearing about it. I've been hearing yeah. about it. I gotta catch up on so much, bro. It's crazy. I definitely want to check that out. There's a lot of stuff that I want to watch. We actually just got done watching uh, The People versus O.J. Simpson, uh, the oh, one with uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, I remember wanting to watch that a while back, uh, but we just pulled it up on Netflix, and we were just like, oh, let's just go ahead and watch this shit. And it's so fucking – like, everything that went into that trial, everything that went on behind the scenes and um, all the people that he kind of recruited to help him beat that case was crazy. Like, when you watch that – and you look at everything that went into with uh, went into it uh, with him being able to kind of walk free from that is isn't it, it's it's insane it's crazy. So uh, we just got done watching that. Um, what else have I been watching? I did watch the uh, I, you had mentioned it on the uh, on the previous episode, the Mouse at the Palace. I watched that, bro. I watched that. That shit was crazy oh my too, man. God, bro. Like when you think about how that affected like possibly like Reggie Miller getting a championship, it, it make you think about that. Like that changed everything. That changed the scope of everything, bro. Even them opening up about uh, Ron Artest and his, him battling with uh, like depressions and anxiety yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, just I didn't even know that's what it, I didn't even know that's what he was going through at that time. Like a lot of people didn't know he was just you know playing basketball. They just thought he was spazzing out type stuff. But I I knew <clears throat> something was wrong with him whenever I saw him elbow the fuck out of James Harden. James Harden, oh my god, bro. Forget that. I knew something was wrong with him when a dude said something in the stands and that motherfucker turned all the way around just to go whoop him. I'm like, God damn, yeah. Dude. yeah, man. That that documentary, <laughs> that documentary is really good though. Like, I love documentaries, especially about hip hop and, and basketball. Like, basketball is my yes, bro. But that 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 documentary actually went deeper than I thought it did. I was like, this is like a deeper situation than I thought. And I see why they made a documentary out of it. Like it was, I always wanted to know what happened in that situation. I'm finally glad they made a documentary. Cause they was like, we ain't never talking about this again. Don't ask us about it. <laughs> it's like, this is it. I was like, I get it. I love Steven Jackson, but I don't know if y'all watch their podcast with him and uh, Matt Barnes, but bruh, they are 
They got a great podcast. Hilarious, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, man. Uh, that, that's really all I've been watching on TV. What about you, Justin? I know you just said you've been watching Lo- uh, Loki. But what else? Uh, Loki, uh, Raising Canaan is starting to get, like, starting to pick up. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on book uh, book two because they 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 on Instagram showing out. I'm like, man, y'all didn't hear it with book two. Um, what else I'll be watching? I think uh, just the shy. They just ended the season on that one. Uh, we're pretty much it. Some uh, some stuff kind of got canceled mid season or all the way through their season. So I basically just been watching them three. Yeah, I gotta watch Raising Canaan tonight. Have yeah, new episode tonight. <clears throat> so yeah. other than that. Uh, I just watched that new movie called Sweet Girl on Netflix with uh mm-hmm. the dude that played Aquaman. The Aquaman, uh, is uh J- what's his name? Uh, Jason Momoa or something like that. Momo- that yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched Momoa. that. That was, that was pretty good. And then like it, it, it'll kind of like make you think. And then when the when you see what really happened, it's like wow. So this what really went down this whole time we was watching this movie. It's it's good. I I, I think y'all might like it. Okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, and I've been I've been watching Raising Canaan too. Uh it's it's been pretty good so far. Um and yeah, I agree with you. They do need to come back with uh book two because I thought book two was really good. So I'm Same. ready to see Tariq uh Same. do some crazy shit on that. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, that's that's pretty much all I've been watching on TV. Um where y'all want to start today. <laughs> yeah. Uh shoot. Can, I don't even uh, know, man. Um, y'all, y'all trying to, y'all trying to start heavy or light? <laughs> like, hey, I'm the guest, man. I'm ready for anything. <laughs> Sound like I we over like, here. I feel like everything that we have today is heavy. To be honest, you got a point. To be honest, with you. so I feel like some stuff is heavier than others. Heavier than others, oh, yeah. Yes. So, like, like we, if we talk, if we go on this, if we start talking about this album. I feel like that's a little lighter. Well, actually, not nah, some stuff on this album that's pretty heavy too. No, I was uh, actually gonna say that. I was gonna say we should probably start with uh, King of Z's too. Uh, I just yeah. want to get, get y'all's opinion to see how y'all been liking King of Z's too. It's been out for what two weeks now. I feel like we've had enough time to kind of digest it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, um, uh, shoot, I think the album is great. Uh, honestly, um, I don't know, bro. I just love the way Nas is rapping right now. Like he just the production, Hit Boy. He he would Hit Boy again on a whole nother album again. Um, Hit Boy is doing his thing. Nas is just rapping great. Um, these features are great. Lauren Hill is rapping. What is like? It's just a lot, bro. Like, um, I don't know, bro. This this might be one of the best rap albums of the year, honestly. And um, I don't. Know, I feel like Nas delivered. Um, and probably on the scale of one to ten, I get an album at least like a eight point five, uh, maybe close to a nine, possibly. So I don't know. It's it's a great album. Nah sounds great. Everybody on the album sounds great. I know a lot of people had a lot of complaints about, well, I don't know if it was more so complaints, but some a lot of people didn't like Eminem's verse. And actually, I didn't think it was bad. Um, I just think, I, I guess people just are not liking the way Eminem is rapping or something. But, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but I thought the album was great, and I was actually glad to see Nas and Eminem actually did a song together. So 
Um, but overall, I, I don't really have any complaints about this album. I love it. I played it back a few times, so I'm, I'm, loving, I'm, I'm loving the album. Of course, with me, you know how my brain works. When I turned this album on for the first time, I was like, as soon as he said Godson across the belly, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think I know which direction he's about to go with this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, personally, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think this one is better than the first one. It is. 100%. It he's is. rapping mm-hmm. a lot better on this album, and I think the storytelling is a lot better. Mm-hmm. This one, it was good to see him and Eminem finally do a song together after all these years. People, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have wanted to hear Eminem and Nas together on an actual song with Versus, because I know Eminem, he produced a couple of songs on the Godson album. Uh-huh. Uh, we wanted to actually hear them rap together. Um, I liked a lot of the concepts on here, man, especially my Bible. I think my Bible is probably one of not. Oh, that song is hard. Yes. That's probably one of his best songs, like how he was talking about in his version of the Bible, he starts with uh, the man and then the child and then the woman. Like, that was great. Chapter one, chapter two, and chapter three, I thought that was great. Um, I really liked uh, Death Row East. Uh, me and Justin were actually talking about that. I liked how at the end of the record, he was kind of uh, talking about what was and wasn't true with the whole East Coast and uh, West Coast beef. And he was saying that when he was going to uh, shoot that street, uh, the Street Dreams video, he was actually going out there to shoot the video and meet with Tupac. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen that Street Dreams video, but that video was great. Yeah. Uh, and then he was saying, um, one of the lines that I caught was when he said that uh, the whole stretch thing, that wasn't true. Because I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. remember Tupac, yeah. the whole reason that this whole thing started was because Tupac was going to meet Biggie at a recording studio, uh, Quad Studios. Quad Studios, yeah. That's where he got robbed in the lobby. And he thought that Stretch, which I think Stretch was one of the producers or something that was working with Bad Boy at the time. I can't remember. That might be wrong. Um, but I think Tupac had thought that Stretch was the one who set that whole thing up. And then that's what started this whole shit. And Nas was like, that wasn't true. That, that shit wasn't true. So I like that he, that he did that. And I thought the, the Death Row East was kind of a good idea. Uh, that was a good concept to do. Um, I was one of those people. Do you think, do you, I feel like this album, I feel like this album had uh, more layers to it than the first one because it was a lot more, I don't know, he went a little more in depth about certain things than he did in the first one. And it's crazy. That was the album where he got his first Grammy. Like, that's wild. This one better than the first one. Yeah, I definitely think there was more layers on this one. Um, Mm -hmm. Like with the song uh, Moments. Mm -hmm. uh, When he was talking about, of course, like cherishing uh, different moments throughout your life. And uh, the last song, Nas is good. Basically saying that, you know, like after all these years, like I'm I'm good. Like I'm, I'm good, man. Um, but I was gonna say I, I was one of those people. I didn't like the inverse. I, I didn't like the Eminem verse. <laughs> no, I knew I, I had a feeling that was you too. Um, <laughs> like I said, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it wasn't that great. It, it's not even for me. It's not even that it was bad. I think Eminem can can rap well. I'm just I'm sick and tired of him not rapping about anything. Like I'm. Tired yeah, that's what it. And that and that's what I that's what I noticed. Like on this album, I was like, he's. Not rapping about nothing. He just rhyming now, right? Yeah, like I said, you would think like you get on a a song with one of the biggest artists, like Nas himself. You gonna know you gonna do something, 
I mean, I like the I like the verse, but like I said, I just like it because he was just paying homage to people. Like exactly, that's okay, all. Yeah, you paying. I like how you paying homage to people. Like you know, make sure reason. you say something to him because you don't know we might lose fifty cent tomorrow. And like I said, it's gonna be a big devastate. It's gonna be a devastating situation for everybody. But like I said, that's what I liked about his verses that he was just paying homage to everybody. And then I thought him and Drake kind of had like a shaky thing when I, I forgot who was, he was uh, beefing with. And then he like, I just give out the shout out to Drake. I just want to be remembered just like Drake, Jay-Z and all them. Like, yeah. I, I mean, he will out. be. It's just now. It's, it's like, I, like I started saying, I feel like rappers start affecting their legacy when they start doing albums that are not good and just continuously yeah. not rapping that way. I mean, because he's a legend. He's a solidified legend, but it's like at this point, it's like people don't really want to hear Eminem rapping because it ain't really... He just rapping. And I, think, I, think, I think we started to get to the point where we missed the uh, own drugs Eminem. <laughs> I think a lot of people are. I'm not going to lie. Because it was still more concept and, and more cohesive and it was still more... I don't know. It, it grabbed your attention more, but I think now we're just like you get it, bro. We know you can rap, but now you're not rapping about nothing. So, I'm kind of with you guys as far as him paying homage, but I think the reason why I was just kind of like, I don't want to hear this shit either is because we've heard him pay homage for the past two years. I mean, he if you listen to the, what was the last album he put out? The Murder, whatever the fuck it was. Music to be murdered by. Music to be murdered by. How many times did he pay homage to all the gods on that album? Like he did it pretty much every fucking time. He did it 20 years ago. It goes yeah, Reggie, yeah. Jay-Z, so, Tupac, and B. Like, bro, he's he's paid homage. He said Nas, he said Andre 3000, he said, he said, um, like he, he just said multiple people. He said it 20 years ago on the Eminem show. Or what was that been? Yeah, that'll be 20 years next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's been he's been paying homage for years, but it's like now we're getting tired of it. We, we need you to diss somebody, man. Yeah, just diss him. It's almost him. more fun when you hear him dissing people. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I I agree, but I remember I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Joe Budden. I think back when he whenever he released that garbage ass revival album. Um, excuse me. There was conversation about what would Eminem's 444 sound like and i guess that's just kind of what i'm stuck on like i'm stuck on on because i know eminem has it in him i know that he still has it somewhere deep down where he can put out content like that but it for whatever reason it's just not happening and i me, me personally they could go ahead and just take that eminem verse off of the song sorry Nas. i know you, you y'all probably wanted to work together for a long time sorry em i love you you're a legend you're a god this rap shit but i really didn't care for eminem's verse on that song now i loved how um EPMD, they were trading versus like how they used to do uh, yeah. back on their old albums. Like I loved how they were doing that. And then, you know, Nas was kind of doing the same thing. So I like that, like the, the first half of the song, but then when Eminem comes on, I'm just like, I got, I really was like, I looked at the track list and I rolled my eyes and I was like, oh God, because I, the first thing I thought in my head was how is Eminem going to fuck this up? How is he going to fuck this up? And that's bad. That's bad. I shouldn't be. Oh, wow. Like, I shouldn't be thinking that about, about a legend. You know what I'm saying? Like M. But yeah, man, uh, as far as Eminem, I didn't like the verse. I'm just going to sum that up. Uh, but let's talk about Miss Lauren Hill. <laughs> let's talk about the Lauren Hill. She wrote that verse to you, Tim. Yes, she did. She heard everything that I said <laughs> on episode 43 with Nezzy. I'm sorry. 
she sounded angry. She came through and she addressed a lot of shit. She was rapping just like how Lauren Hill normally raps, man. Rapping with the best of the niggas. Uh, yeah, man. She uh I think both of them, I think both of them pretty much came through that song and they and they both gave stellar verses. But Lauren Hill was 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 saying a lot of stuff and I felt attacked. I felt I felt like I was being attacked. <laughs> but it's all good. She was really spazzing. Like when I heard her curse, I was Yeah, when I when I heard her curse, I was like, "Whoa, she's mad!" Like, yeah, she's yeah. mad. Like, yeah, man. Uh, but do you do y'all understand how long it's been since we heard Lauren Hill rap? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm talking about rap on record. Yeah, it's been not a long time. not not on sh- not at her shows on record. Yeah, like Nas got her rapping. That's crazy to me. She was because lately on her features, she's just been doing like the hooks where she sings, like like the Pusha T joint she did, like she did with uh, Pusha T or whatever. She was just singing like the hook or the chorus or whatever. But she actually rapped, and I was like, oh my god, like how did Nas how did Nas do that? (laughs) Yeah, this this album was great, bro. This album was really great. It has to be yeah. Nas' influence for him to get her on that album. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it sounds like it's hard to get Lauren Hill on just on a song. Facts. Yep, she's a gem, bro. She's just a she's a gem. She really is just she's rare. You're not gonna always get a rapping verse or just when she do it, you really gotta hold on and appreciate it because Lauren Hill is she is not dropping rap. She's not rapping often, so. I definitely think this one was better than the first one. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we, I mean, we got Lauren Hill on an album. It, I mean, it, regardless if, if the Eminem verse was bad, I mean, we still got him. Uh, him and Nas finally did a song together, so I think just the idea of that is dope, regardless if the verse was bad or not. Uh, Store Run was ridiculous. That song was ridiculous. Um, I like 40 Side. I like 40 Side because he had that line in there when he said, um, you know, I just now got my Grammy, and that wasn't even the goal. I wasn't even trying to go for that. But yeah. we about to we about to spin the block and turn around and come back around for another one. With this I, think four, I think 40 side might be like either my two or my one after that favorite song. Because I every time I start the album, I start with 40 side. I'm like, yeah, I gotta listen to 40 side. Yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. That was that was I would say 40 side, death row east, nobody mm-hmm. with Lauren Hill. In my Bible, those my are Bible ones. is my joint, bro. That that my Bible. The, yeah, those are the go to. Those are the go to songs. Um, and on the first one, my my go to song was uh, Car Eighty Five. I love that Car Eighty Five with uh, uh, Charlie Wilson. I love it. I think oh it was, yeah. Um, and then I love uh, the one with the firm because it it oh, had, it had yeah, been a long bro. time since we heard the firm. Speaking of the firm. Uh, AZ, AZ is actually about to drop Do or Die too. I was just about to say that AZ about to drop an album. Bam! I'm so ready to hear that because if you heard Do or Die one, I don't understand why nobody talks about that. that they don't album. talk about AZ enough, bro. Because Do or Die is probably one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time too. Like lyrically, that album is insane. And there's always been a back and forth conversation as to who was better out of AZ and Nas and. I don't know, man. When I turn on life's a bitch. <laughs> when I turn on oh, life, oh, 
AZ definitely had the better verse on that joint. Look, I think who who starts a song like that? That's some that's some like (laughs) intense lyricism. Yeah. Like visualizing the realism of life in actual bro, who's rapping like that, bro? <laughs> like that's that's some that's some crazy rapping. Like, yeah, man. He had the better verse to me. I love now and not and Illmatic is a goat album, but on that song in particular, AZ had the better verse. I think he has had the better verse on several songs that he's done with Nas. Oh yeah, he has several, several songs. Um. But anyway, I don't want to get off topic here. I don't want to get off topic. Uh, I like King Disease too. Uh, do you guys think that it's going to be nominated for another Grammy? Possibly. Yeah. It might Possibly. be. And Possibly. even if it's not, it don't matter. It's great. It's it's better than the first one to me. Uh, and the love is real. And um, I don't know if y'all been seeing, but it's been like surpassing a lot of albums. Like they they said it was um, what was I looking at? It had like surpassed like Tepemba Butterfly on something. Uh, I forgot what it was on. I forgot the the list that it was on, but it was like like I, as far as like plays or something like that. It was like a crazy number. I gotta go back and see. But I was just like, this is a good album, but it ain't Tepemba Butterfly. <laughs> I was like, sooner or later, y'all might just have that talk about. Is it kind of like up there with Tepemba Butterfly? Now that's kind of that's a hard decision right there. Nah, it's it's not, not better than September Butterfly. <laughs> that, that album is September like Butterfly is that's a that that album is is art. Like, like if if I, it was like the, choose an album that describe you, that's one of them for me. That's like one of the albums that describe me for sure. Yeah, September Butterfly, that, that album is different. Uh but yeah, man, I think uh, Nas and Hit Boy, I think uh, they were able to find uh, good chemistry together. I think that's why they went and did another one. Um, I think with that first one, the the reception of it was so great that I'm pretty sure Nas was like, let's just do this again. Um, and I think this time around, I think Nas sounded a lot more comfortable over Hit Boy's production. Mm-hmm. Um, I think lyrically, he was better on this album, and. I wouldn't mind getting a King's Disease 3 and maybe maybe getting a J-verse on there. You know, just put it out there in the universe. I don't know if it's going to happen, but, you know. Like I said, that's what I was saying. I'm like, man, we still got this album. We still ain't got a, J on, uh, a Jay-Z song, a Jay-Z verse on a Nas album. I was mm-hmm. hoping he was going to do it for this one. Like, yeah, he might put Jay because, you know, we got two songs with their featured on. Maybe he, it's going to no, make no, some no, no. Uh, whole Jay-Z was on... Uh, Hip hop is dead. He was on Black Republican. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Black Republican joint. With that, that shit was fire. That shit was fire. And then the next year, if I'm not mistaken, Nas was on American Gangster on uh, Success. So they they've done records together before. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's crazy because there was somebody who on Twitter, I think I saw a tweet. Somebody had said that they didn't want to hear Nas and Jay anymore because their chemistry is trash. And it really made me think. It really made me think, like, mm. I don't know. I don't know. Because, I mean, Black, I think Black Republican was dope. I think Success was dope. Uh, if you want to count BBC off of Magna Carta, Holy Grail, you can kind of count that because Nas is not actually featured on there, but he's on the song. Yeah, um, I remember that. I remember that I thought, song. And I I, his verse was, is good. Yeah, I thought that song was cool. But the two DJ Khaled songs that we got were kind of like, 
So yeah. I I don't know. I don't I don't know because I remember Charlemagne asking Jay a long time ago. He was like, Would you ever do a whole album with Nas? And Jay was like, No, because the only person that I have real chemistry with is Kanye. So I don't know if I would want to hear them do a whole album together, but I feel like we need that one song between them two where it's just like this is it. Like this is this is what yeah. we've always wanted from yeah. the second voice. But it's all we need. We got to we gotta get it. We gotta get popping for him, man. That's latest right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Salute salute to Nas, man. King disease two is dope. Um what else do we got here today? Um Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Kendrick Lamar is using TDE. Um, I do have the note here. Um, I can read it. I don't know if y'all wanted me to read it or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely read it. Go sure. ahead, go ahead. So basically, what he said was I spend most of my days with fleeting thoughts, writing, listening, and collecting old, what does it say? Old beach cruisers? This motherfucker's been out here collecting beach cruisers? The fuck? This is why we haven't gotten an album because he's collecting. <laughs> I don't even know if I noticed that part when I first read it. I actually forgot that I read that. What kind of shit? The morning rides keep me on a hill of silence. I go months without a phone. Love, loss, and grief have disturbed my comfort zone, but the glimmers of God speak through my music and family. While the world around me evolves, I reflect on what matters the most the life in which my world will land next. As I produce my final TDE album, I feel joy to have been a part of such a cultural imprint after 17 years, the struggles, the success, and more importantly, the brotherhood. May the Most High continue to use Top Dog as a vessel for candid creators as I continue to pursue my life's calling. There's beauty in completion and always faith in the unknown. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. I've prayed for you all. See you soon enough. So, what are you guys' thoughts about this message? So, I think, well, first of all, I don't think we're about to get that many more albums from Kendrick because I've been saying that for years or for a while. But he might be he might be getting ready to start his own record label and developing artists under his label. I feel like maybe Kendrick just not getting the inspiration he wants. So it's like, like I might as well go ahead and know, kind of retire. But if I feel like something comes up, I might drop something else or open up his own label and start getting and start showing other artists like, like how to do how to do things. Yeah, this 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 whole situation is the like the epitome of that fear song on Damn. That song and feel. Feel is one of my favorite records on the damn album. And that record hits me here because everything he said on that song is exactly how I feel. And I'm not even famous or in the music industry. But if you want me to be completely honest with you, what I took away from this was I don't think Kendrick ever wanted to be famous in the first place, to be honest. I don't. I nah, think. Bro. Nah. No, bro. And I noticed that about certain artists. They don't really want to be famous. Like Andre 3000. Andre don't really want to be famous. He just want to create art. And it's just the thing, like, even if he didn't become famous, he would have still loved to create what he creates. And that is what it is about Kendrick. And Kendrick is almost like an Andre 3000. He is a Gemini. He makes great music. And Geminis are just great artists. Lauryn Hill, Kanye, 
Kendrick, three stacks. Like they just, yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I do think that he is going to go start his own label because he has been teasing that whole PG Lang thing. We're all still trying to figure out what the fuck that is. We've been seeing images of it. He posted on his Instagram every now and then and he disappears. So whatever that PG Lang shit is, I'm pretty sure that's where he's about to take it next. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see Kendrick uh, being an executive, uh, you know, having his own artist, uh, kind of uh, curating and grooming talent and all of these different things. And I think it's time. I think I think it's time. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say I think it's time because how many albums do we have in Kendrick? We have. Section 80, we have Good Kid, Mad City, Tavera Butterfly, and Dan. We really only have four albums. Um, I would like to have at least maybe six or seven albums from Kendrick, but if we don't get that, I'm completely fine because what he's given us throughout the last 10 years of his career has been great. And I know that since this is his last album on TDE, I know he's fixing to give us a goddamn masterpiece. Uh, So, and, and, you know, I was one of those people, a lot of people complain, you know, Kendrick, we need the album, we need the album. No. Take your time, Kendrick. Don't put it out. Don't, put don't it out. rush it because people, that, that's what real art is. Real art is not putting out something because people say put something out. You put it out when it's when it's time. I know and, we really I like I know we anxious for the album, but it's like, come on. And like I'm starting to like realize, like, you know, when people taking their time dropping something, it's starting to get better because like I said, I, I I'm I ain't gonna lie, I be, I'm impatient too. I'm like, bro. Where we at with this album, bro? Where we at with this music? But then, like, I've been noticing when people rush they shit, you kind of into it, but then you're like, yeah, this ain't worth the wait. Like, you, you could have dropped this a long, long time ago, player. But then, like I said, now you got Kendrick, you know, if he take his time, you know what, take your time because we know you create masterpieces. Masterpieces take time. You can't, you don't rush nothing. Rome wasn't built in a day. And yeah. trust I, yeah. I, I, I can wait. Yeah, take your time. As I say, I, I say he can take his time with this album because, and he create art, bro. When you when you care about real art, you ain't gonna rush it. I think the big question here is, we're about to get Kendrick, Drake, and Kanye. So who do you think? Well, I don't want to say who do you think is going to have the best album because I'm pretty sure Kendrick is probably going to have the best project. Kendrick, Kendrick by far. But I think there's been a lot of talk. It's going to be Drake, but reality is Kendrick. It's Kendrick, but who who's going to? I mean, we don't we don't we get into numbers, but we don't we don't really care about the numbers like that. Who's going to sell? Who's going to sell the most? It's probably going to be Drake. Oh yeah, it's always going to be Drake, man. But then again. It, it could be Kendrick. Kendrick. Kendrick, Kendrick could surprise us and it'd be Kendrick. It, it might be Kendrick. Kendrick. It, it could might be Kendrick. Kendrick. And I think I think the true rivalry here is Drake and Kendrick. Because I don't know. Let, let's think back. Let's think back to 2017. Kanye is an OG. Kanye an OG. So it really don't. At this point in Kanye's career, it kind of don't matter. No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't For, matter. Kanye, like Kanye, Kanye don't have to have the, the best sales. Like, Kanye has been in the game for a while, so he doesn't have to. If, even if he does the least amount of like sales out of the three, he's a solidified legend, goat, whatever you want to place Kanye. Like wherever you want to place him, he's he's there. Like I've always subscribed myself under 
that belief that Drake has a secret hatred for Kendrick. And it started after the control verse, but when more life came out, damn came out the same year and Drake made a comment to Kendrick basically saying, congratulations, you know, more life to you, blah, blah, blah. But I secretly think that Drake was upset because Kendrick outsold him that year. Mm-hmm. More Life came out. I think it did 500K. Kendrick came through and did 600K with Dam. And Drake was like, oh, shit. Like, I have and really now, fucking... Dam was really... <laughs> Drake was really like, damn. Like, oh, <laughs> shit. He realized... He realized, hey, he ain't nothing to fuck with. Okay. <laughs> Kendrick different, though. Drake was like, oh, I think I think that was the first time Drake was like, oh, shit. Like, I really have to bring my a game because i have i have somebody else now that can come and just snatch this shit from me and ever since then like i've just been thinking to myself like kendrick has just been i'm telling you kendrick has waited for the moment now one thing that i will be upset with because i you 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 guys know me i love rap beef i love rap beef (laughs) kendrick lamar he can't he can't retire from rap and not beef with any of these rappers i want to see kendrick lamar go at someone's neck before he's done I have, to, I have to see it. I have to see it. So, I don't know. Like, part of me just wants him to drop the album and have some shit on there for Drake. But then I'm just like, I don't know if I want that for Kendrick. But I kind of do. <laughs> so, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just interested to see, like, what's going to happen. I'm interested to see if Kendrick is going to is gonna come out swinging or if it's going to be, like, you know, it's a Pimper Butterfly type of album where it's just going to be, like, message and you know concepts and art or if it's going to be an album where it's like you know what i'm about to be done with this shit so i'm about to get some shit off my chest and i'm about to address everybody that i've been wanting to address since the beginning of my career if he does that i man that'd be beautiful you think his first target is going to be drake 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 is going to absolutely be a target drake Drake is absolutely going to be a target so The reason why I think Drake would be a target is because I think Drake is the only person that's on that same tier and same level as Kendrick. They they both they both have the fan base, they both have the sales, they both have the accolades. You can't you can't sit here and say Drake sells arenas out because Kendrick does arenas too. You yeah. can't say that Kendrick has never done over 500k first week because he did it with damn you can't say that Kendrick Lamar doesn't have any quality albums because all four of his albums are quality. He had just like the conversation that we're about to have about Royce. Kendrick Lamar checks all the boxes. He checks all. <laughs> he, he checks. He checks all the fucking boxes. He checks all the motherfucking boxes. Yeah. And and yeah. on top of that, the most important thing out of all of this shit is he can rap. Yeah. Fucking rap. Yep. So. I don't know. This is this is just the, the insane brain that I have. You know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking Kanye, Drake, Kendrick, they're all about to drop at the same time. What's about to happen? But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I just need them to drop these albums. I'm just, I'm ready, man. Like, and Kanye needs to stop. Man, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this nigga, bro. I'm oh, we're, we're going we're gonna to get to Kanye. We're, we're, we're going to get to Mr. Omari. Omari West. Um, I'm on his head, bro. But no, I'm happy. I'm happy for Kendrick. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy that he's he's gonna move on to something better. Um, he's gonna think- do something bigger than rap, bro. I, I can feel it. He gonna he gonna leave rap and do something else too. Watch, I'm telling you. 
Salute to the man, Kendrick Lamar. I, if if I want to be honest, if he doesn't do nothing with music, I feel like he'll probably try to get into the action business. Yeah, I, I do kind of feel that because, like I said, he did good on Power though. I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. man. He on Power. That was. He crazy. might get that action if he, if he ain't inspired with music no more. Yeah, he man. did his performance on Power was great. Like he did great on Power. I, I was I was surprised. And uh, if if not acting, I can see him getting getting um sitting in like the uh, the director seat. Like he might direct uh, oh, yeah. these TV shows. Well, we're gonna uh, get us like West Coast Spike Lee. Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can see it. I can see it. Like he he could be like directing films or like certain like music videos and like like I, so, I, certain I, visuals. I just I think that he just doesn't. I don't think he wants to be in the spotlight. I think he wants to be behind the scenes, in the background. Yeah, he wants to be just. He want to do great things, but just low key, like it, like it still have his name on it, like directed by Kendrick. But it's like he's not in front of the camera, but he's like behind it, or he's like in the room, like making decisions about certain things. But yeah, I can definitely see him like laying low and not being in front of the camera all the time. But uh, yeah, I definitely can see him not wanting to just be in the spotlight like that. I'm ha- I'm happy with his run. He came in, he dropped four classic or not four classics. I don't want to say every single album is a classic, but he dropped multiple. He got at least two albums. solid classics. That's for. Yeah, I'll say two. I'll, I'm giving him two. I'm gonna give him. Remember, Butterfly and Good Kid, Mad City are classics, like yeah. undeniable yeah. classics. For I'm, sure. giving, I'm giving him two. He, he came in, dropped quality music. He made a lot of money. I remember seeing him on the Forbes list. He made like $75 million in one year or something like that. So, yeah. He got like 11 or 12 Grammys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He came, he came in. He, he, he fucked the rap game up. And, and you know, if, he, if he's ready to go, he can go. I mean, he said it. He said Jay. He had a talk with Jay. And he said, Jay-Z said it's crazy how one verse could fuck up the whole game. And he came in and he did it. So. Real talk, bro. Salute to Kendrick. Yes, sir. Uh, we're gonna get on on Kanye's head top. What Drake play more tune to? <laughs> more tune for your head top. So watch how you speak on my name. Watch how you speak on my name. And Kanye is out here speaking on his name, especially through these text messages. Because this is the funniest shit that I seen. I seen this shit yesterday, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is a goddamn circus." Bro, when Kanye posts stuff, I'll be like, oh, this nigga's crazy. He crazy. really is. He really is crazy. Like, like when he posts stuff on his Instagram, like it's an Instagram post. I'm like, oh, this nigga is really crazy, bro. Like, I just knew I knew Karen Civil was lying whenever she posted and said that Kanye and Drake are friends again. I knew it was a lie. I know that's not true. <laughs> I don't think Drake will ever be able to get over. The summer of 2018. <laughs> the horror that he had to uh and you know be a part of. I don't think he'll ever be able to get over that. But um Kanye posted a screenshot of some text messages that he sent to Drake uh yesterday. And this has to be the funniest shit ever. So, first of all, he sent a picture of the Joker from the Joker. I saw movie. that. I saw that. And then the text message it says, I live for this. I've been fucked with by nerd ass jock niggas like you for my whole life. You will never recover. I promise you. 
This was all in response to oh the God. verse that we were talking about on that Trippy Red album. Whenever he said, uh, yay, can't do nothing for me. I'm past it or I'm moving past it or something like that. And I remember that this, this brought me back to 2018 whenever Drake was using those demon emojis and Kanye was scared for his life. Do y'all remember that? Y'all remember when Kanye was scared for his life? <laughs> he was fucking typing on Twitter and he was scared for his life. Um, and he put out those those videos of him walking under the train track saying, you know, you need to clear up this whole idea that you fuck my wife and all this kind of shit. And now Kanye is on demon time because he sent them those messages and he added Pusha T into the group chat. He was like, I got time today. <laughs> Kanye said, I got time today. Look, you, you poking the bear. When you, once you put Pusha T in there with you too? It's a wrap, okay. bro. It's a wrap, bro. Hey man, what 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 Drake say, man? Don't uh don't push me when I'm in the album mode. Yeah, we about to see part two of that. And it's an album mode, right? We about, now. To, we about to see part two of that one. I want I want another I want, want another push a T this. I want to hear it. Not I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I want to hear it too because at the end of story about it, Don, when he said we're gonna peel it back layers by layers. He know more, bro. I want to he got some in the vault. He got some in the vault ready to release. I want to know what the layers are. I need to know. I need to know what the layers are. That's why I wanted Drake to come back, have a story about it on. But I mean, there's not really much you can do after that. Um, <laughs> bro, it's the, it's this girl I follow on Twitter, <laughs> and she was like, I don't blame. I'm gonna read it. She said, I don't blame Drake for still taking shots at Pusha T. If a nigga body me like that, I keep trying to annoy him too. <laughs> 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 yo <laughs> yo that's a fact man that's a fact body body bag <laughs> boy so do y'all think we're we're well because i already know there's going to be lines on certified lover boy about Pusha and kanye do you think that this could possibly initiate a round two of this because remember, remember Pusha T in 2019, he had put up a tweet where he said, I'm hearing around the industry that you want to go at it again, that you want to do it again. And he was like, this time around, I'm not playing with none of you. I'm not playing with none of you motherfuckers. Pusha T is not the nigga to mess with, bro. He said, I'm not playing with none of you motherfuckers. And you know what's crazy? I when he When he put that tweet up, I thought he was talking about Drake and J. Cole because when J. Cole dropped Middle Child, he was dissing Kanye in there saying, you know, I don't have to, you know, uh, do all the antics. I don't have to drop shoes and do all this shit. I'm going to drop my album and it's just going to sell. So I thought Pusha T was responding to that. I thought he was saying, this time I'm going at any of you motherfuckers that, that's with Drake on this. Because after, after that whole beef situation happened, uh, Drake was pretty much patching up all the past beefs that he had. He got, he made it good with Chris Brown. He made it good with Meek. Um, him and J. Cole, they never, him and J. Cole never had a beef, but they were hanging around a lot. So I thought that was Pusha saying, I'm about to go at all you motherfuckers. I don't care who it is. Like, I don't care. I think they want them. I don't think they want that problem with Pusha T, bro. Man, this is crazy. I don't think they want that problem. I, it's like you said, Kanye's crazy. Kanye's crazy. crazy. He's crazy. (laughs) Putting text messages out there, that's some crazy shit. That's crazy as hell to me. Like, that's Look, some, like, psych- the the Joker role. Like, that's some psycho 
That's crazy, bro. You can't tell me Kanye mind is not all over the place. Like, hey man, he just got out, he just got out of divorce. He with the shit now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, at this point. Yeah, yeah no. He was like everybody about to everybody catching it, bro. He like, he like shit. Kim, look, Kim out the house, like, I ain't got to worry about nobody on my ass. He I'm said, I ain't got nothing but Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he really said, I, I got time today for real. Well, if Certified Lover Boy and Donda come out at the same time, uh, Drake is definitely going to outsell him. And even though I liked what I was hearing on the live stream, I also think that Drake is going to have a better album. I'm just going to say that. I, I, think well, I, I, I think he might also have a better album, too. I think Drake's album is going to be better. I, For some reason, this Certified Lover Boy, this long, drawn-out waiting game that we've had to deal with, I think we're about to get some, some great shit. From it better album. be if it's taking this long. We're about to get some great shit. He better be rapping, rapping. So I love Kanye. I love Kanye, but Drake, Drake is about to come through and he's about to shit on the whole entire game like he always does. And then when Kendrick comes, that's gonna be over with. So it's a wrap when Kendrick dropped. Yeah. It's a wrap. And then J. Cole, like always, would just be left behind in the dust, as always. <laughs> we just we just gonna forget about this is Jermaine, Jermaine Cole. I mean, I won't forget about him, but you know. Music is about to <laughs> when eight when these three drop, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. <clears throat> I mean, you know, off season is still dope. It's still I, I still you know I'm still playing it. It's still a good album, but mm-hmm. they about to forget about this motherfucker. Like that's the anticipation of these two, exactly. Because like I said, Dondo was supposed to come out what like two years ago, yeah, maybe a year ago. Yeah. Yes, look at us. Certified Love Boy is supposed to be at the first year of this year. The January. Yep. Yep. We're we going to get something good. Like, it's going to be all over the internet. Like, I know Twitter probably going to probably break. break oh, down. the internet might crash, bro. Oh, no, no. Twitter no. might crash. I'll go ahead and say that now. Uh, Facebook might go along with it, but I know Twitter for the crash, boy. Look, when I know, I know when Certified Love Boy is, it's going to crash. I don't know about Donda. But when Certified Loverboy comes out, the internet's going to crash because I remember when Scorpion came out because yeah. everybody wanted to hear what Drake was going to have to say about Pusha. The internet went crazy. It went, it went crazy. So this, yep. is, this, is, this is a post-Pusha uh, and Drake beef album. So I'm interested to see what he's going to say because Drake is not the type of person that doesn't – he's going to be taking shots at a lot of people on this album. I, I'm already ready for it. So – I know the internet's gonna break when that drops. I'm not sure about Donda. I don't know about Donda. I'm not sure about. You just Donda. have to wait and see. But yeah, because it's weird. Because I do think that Kanye does have the culture in the palm of his hands, but at the same mm-hmm. time, he doesn't. Because like when the album drops, I just don't think it's gonna have the same momentum that that Certified Little Boy is gonna have. I don't. I believe it. I mean, I because it's 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 the time, it's the time that we're in as far as Drake's season. Like true, it ain't this ain't 10 years ago. That's true. Kanye was that was a different, yeah. But this is a whole different time frame. And not saying people are forgetting about Kanye because people still are wanting Kanye music, but it's just we're further along and Kanye is nine, ten albums deep. So it's like 
plus like the compilation plus the, the joint with uh the watch the throne joint and uh yeah he got like so much music so it's like it's just where we are with drake so and it's just drake time now type of thing so yeah but yeah man waiting waiting on certified little boy and donda might yeah. be next year that's what it's almost feeling like because man i wish uh i wish i could find this tiktok video i uh i found on tiktok it was a it was about drake and uh kanye and it shows drake and he's like what the fuck is that noise so he goes back in the studio he sees kanye with the stocking mask on i saw that the cartoon joint <laughs> ain't your brother bro they said what up my nigga i said ain't your nigga cuz what up bro he like, I, I, I shared that. I shared that on my Instagram. Yeah, that was funny. He said, "Man, what you doing? What you mean? What you mean? What I'm doing?" <laughs> it's like a cartoon, and it's, it's somebody like that's the voice of Drake, and that's the voice of Kai. It's hilarious. <laughs> I shared it. it I shared so it some funny, days ago bro. on my on my uh, on my Instagram on my story. That's that's hilarious. That shit was so funny. Hilarious, bro. Yeah, man. But salute to those guys. All right, let's get to the grand finale. Grand finale right here, man. The grand slam. Um, Royce the five nine uh has disappointed me. Very I'm very disappointed. And I know I'm nobody. Who am I? I mean, who who the fuck am I? Like who cares if Royce the five nine disappoints me? Oh um, man. I uh I, I'm disappointed in Royce the five nine, man. I'm disappointed in Royce the five nine. Uh, you know, been telling you about Lupe for years, man. He is Royce of Five Nine has has been a feared rapper for a long time, and whenever he was supposed to rise to the occasion, he didn't do so, and that's disappointing. Um, where did this all start? Where did this Royce of Five Nine Lupe fiasco situation start? I believe a couple of months ago it started with R.J. Payne, who is a dope rapper out of Philly. Um, he put up a tweet that said him and Ransom are the best rappers right now. So this was a couple of months ago. This was probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe March or something like that. Maybe March time. Um, and at the time when this happened, um, it just so happens Royce of five nine was in the middle of a rant. He was ranting about a lot of legacy artists, a lot of legends, a lot of people that don't really pay respects to legends and things like that. People that just kind of shit on different types of art forms and all that. He was kind of going on a rant about that. And I guess he saw RJ Payne's tweet and was like, no, like, no, absolutely not. Like, you're not the best. You're not the best if I'm still rapping. So I just want to start this with a question. Should you not, if you're a lyricist, right? Should you not feel like you're the best rapper? Shouldn't you always feel like you're the best? Exactly. I'm going to feel like I'm the best if I'm, if I'm a lyricist, like, Yes. I feel like if I was in his shoes, I feel like, yo, uh, you know, you forgot about me. Like, I feel like I'll, I'll be that type of like, okay, I feel like I am better than everybody. And then if I got to prove it, no, I'm, I'm going to go out here and prove it to you real quick. And that that's what killed me about Royce. That's like, you got to prove yourself, man. Like, you ain't dropped music in a while. <laughs> but at least you could do something, you know, just show them that you still got it, man. Because, like I said, you take too long, people's going to be like, well, Roy's yeah. probably out the game now. You got to prove especially, it. Especially when it comes to dishes. If your dish take too long, like way too long, well, now, now, because it was different when there was like beef in 2000, 2001, like, you know, 10, 20 years ago. But now, 
if you're taking too long with a disc, it's it looks really bad. I was in the fact is that the boy woke up what a few hours after your disc and just went in the booth and did his. Like that makes it look even worse on you. Like, okay, how the hell he does it, but you can't get out here and do it. You got a whole studio that you can do it with, bro. Just get out there. And, you know, I know, like I said, sometimes it takes time because you want you want to get get your word out there. And you want people to know, like, I'm not nothing to fuck with. But if you wake up, if a dude literally wake up in the middle of the night and get and drop his stuff and it sounds good, it, it makes it kind of makes you start to look a little bad now. Yeah, man. And and Lupe different. They said he uh he didn't put of course he didn't put it out, but they said he he finished. Or got close to finishing an album in 24 hours. I did see that, and he said that it's a he finished it in 24 hours, and it's his Illmatic, and it's only 10 songs. Yep, I saw uh, that. I love Lupe. I find that hard to believe. Um, I have to hear it first. Um, but no, I think I think um, I think the way Royce took that in the beginning, it started out as a competitive thing. It started out as, as a competitive thing. You think you're the best. I don't think you're the best. I think I'm better than you. I'm willing to, to rap and show it, which is the reason why Royce's first record wasn't a direct diss. It was just him rapping and him showing that he could really fucking rap and he really does this shit. And there is one thing that I do want to say, because while I was disappointed with Royce's response, I wasn't disappointed with the content because if you go back and you listen to that song, the way that he's rapping on that song is God level rapping. Like you, That's like true. he wasn't, we, we talk about it on the podcast all the time. Like there's, there's certain verses like the meat Jay-Z was free verse. There are certain songs like that where it's, it's not, that's not rap. Like that's, it's not rap anymore. Like what you're doing now is like some God level shit. What Royce was doing yeah. on that song was some God level shit. And he did it for like six minutes straight. Mm-hmm. So I think with Royce, and this was to Lupe's point, because Lupe was talking about there, there's there's of course y'all know battle rapping. There's URL, there's RBE, mm-hmm. where you rap against each other and you're literally like battling each other. Lupe was talking about a different rap league where you go and you are against each other but it's just to see who who raps better it's not i'm dissing you you're dissing me we're just rapping and if my bars are better than yours then i'm a better rapper than you yeah that's what lupe wanted to do and i'm kind of jumping ahead right now um that's what lupe that's where lupe wanted to take it but murder mook and I think Loaded Lux, I think their names got thrown around and I think they called Lupe and I think they were trying to set up an actual battle between Lupe and Royce for them to actually battle yeah. each other. And Lupe didn't like that. Lupe, Lupe didn't like that shit. He said he wasn't going to do it. He's not interested in doing it. He's not doing URL. He's not, he's not doing that. Like, that's not what he's doing. Lupe just wants to rap and show that he's a great rapper. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's why he was saying, if it's not EO Dub, he's just not going to do it at all. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I remember yeah, EO Dub, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I think Royce, Royce doesn't, Royce doesn't come from that. Roy, Royce comes from battling. He comes from Eminem era. Like we're around yep. Eminem and Elzai and Elzai and M, we're all battling. Like those, they come from the same era. That's, that's where they come from. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think Royce, I don't think they ever confirmed it, but I think Royce did actually want to battle. Because he never said that he didn't, and he never said that he did. But Lupe said that that he didn't want to do it, and he was pretty much kind of upset that there was talks about them battling. 
But I just don't see how it got, how it escalated to where it did when RJ Payne was just saying, me and Ransom are the best rappers right now. Like, I don't really, I don't really understand. And that's why, that's why I asked all that question at first, because I think when you're a lyricist and you do what Royce does, you do what Lupe does, you should, you should always think I'm the fucking, nobody's better than me. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. better than me. So with all of that being said, we get Lupe's response. We get Lupe's response. The mastermind, the, the Lupe's goat, the fucking response. When I heard it, because I heard I heard Royce's first, and then I heard Lupe's, and I was like, "All right, Royce, okay, 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 Mister Ryan Montgomery." Because I, I don't even think I think Lupe said that he didn't even like he wasn't even really trying. Like he he just went in there and just like almost damn near freestyle the shit, bro. Lupe can freestyle a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Damn, I, I and he like he when he and when he goes on and rap, um, like when he goes on and rap on like inter- like he don't even do interviews no more. But when he used to do interviews, he would just go on and rap. He would and they were saying freestyle. He was really freestyling off the top of his head. Like wasn't no written. When he write a, when he raps a written, it's really just like on wax. When, when he's doing a freestyle, he's really doing a freestyle. Yeah, his brain is just insane, bro. He, he has a crazy mind. Lupe even said himself. He, he also came from like a, a rap battle environment in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think he came from Chicago. That's where yeah. like he got it from. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, you can understand like if he he can get if he got to defend himself, he'll get out there and defend himself. Like yeah. he's not scared of nobody. Lupe is that Lupe is that low-key rapper that'll spaz on you. Like he's like he he look he look nerdy to people. I'm like, but his roots is Chicago. Like this this nigga is really like will rip your head off with bars. And he just he's just doing it, he's just doing it real subtle right now. But if he get crazy, he'll he'll get crazier with bars too. That that was one of the one of the things that started this whole shit was because mm-hmm. Royce was pretty much trying to trying to punk Mickey Fax and Lupe for being backpack rappers. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. backpack, backpack rappers they they do the lyrical miracle shit, and uh, that was one of the things that I feel like that and the and the Sunkiss line that mm-hmm. that and the Sunkiss line that that Royce dropped in in his in his response. And when I heard Lupe's record, I was like. All right, so now now it's getting personal, and I think I think that's the I, I believe that's the reason why Royce has not responded yet. I think he hasn't responded yet because I think he felt like Lupe went to a different level of disrespect, and they have a podcast together. But Lupe, no Lupe, yeah, they don't have a podcast anymore. And Lupe said that he never actually met Royce though; like they never actually met in person. They never they never had like a real life exchange or anything like that. They just started the podcast together. And I that's think, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, Lupe said that. Why I, I, this I, whole time I'm thinking they've been in each other's presence in this life? No, no. That is I mean, which, that is which is really crazy because <laughs> Lupe Fiasco was one of the few people that was in not in talks, but his name kind of was floating around about possibly being the fourth member of Slaughterhouse after Joe Budden left. It was it was Lupe and Sahara. It should have been. It should have been. Yeah, it was Lupe and Saha the Prince that were and talk like you know their names were getting thrown around. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think Royce, I think Royce hasn't responded because I feel like he feels a little disrespected. And I think in his mind, the last time, whenever he got into a rap beef with Eminem and D12, that shit went from rap beef to street shit. So I think I think Royce is just he's just from a he's from a different he's from a different cloth he's from a different era, and that's why I think you know he was on the live talking about you know I'm gonna want to punch somebody in the face and I'm gonna want to get physical and all that. Punch somebody. He said break necks. Break necks. Damn, bro. Break necks. You can at least punch them, bro. You said break necks. No, and honestly, that that was one of the things that I really. Didn't really understand, and that was one of my disappointments because I don't see why it had to go there. It didn't. It didn't have to go physical. Um, I feel like if he really feels like he was really disrespected for real, he should have just got Lupe on the phone and been like, "Yo, like we need to talk this out. We need to get off alive. This needs to be done in private, you know." And then and then just go from there. But I sent y'all the video of what of what when it went left. Whenever he called Lupe a bitch. Yeah, whenever he called Lupe a bitch. I laughed at that shit so fucking hard when I first saw it. I said, ooh. I said, yep, it's over with. <laughs> Lupe, ain't, Lupe ain't rocking, bro. Lupe ain't Hell rocking with that. No, bro. Bro. <laughs> he said it was all good. Till he called me a bitch. I was like, oh. Yep. Lupe do not play like that, bro. I've been following Lupe for a long time. And I'm talking about not even just rap. I'm talking about interviews. His Instagram lives before before the podcast. Like I've been following Lupe for a while, and when he be talking, yeah, man, it's he don't even play like that. One of the important things too is after that happened, you know, Royce he he did admit that he could have went about that a different way. He shouldn't have he shouldn't have called him a bitch. But I just think that there there's different tiers of this of this this whole back and forth or whatever. So with the Mickey Fax thing, when Mickey Fax put out his diss, because Lupe released his first and then Mickey Fax dropped his diss and Mickey Fax diss was fucking vicious. Um, In my opinion, I don't think I would like Royce to respond to Mickey Fax, but I don't think he has to. I don't think he has to respond to Mickey Fax. And the reason why I say he doesn't have to respond to Mickey Fax is because it's, it's going back to the conversation that they had about checking the boxes, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think Mickey Fax checks all the boxes. I think Mickey Fax is a great rapper. I think he's a great rapper. He's a great battle rapper. But when you are going at Royce, you're you're stepping into a different weight class. You know what I'm saying? You're stepping, in, you're stepping into a different weight class. And I'm not saying that he's stepping into a different weight class because Royce is a better rapper than him, but I just think that Royce has done more. He's Royce is a little bit more solidified within hip hop than Mickey Fax. And that's that's how Lupe is. Lupe is solidified. A little more seasoned. Seasoned. There you go. That's perfect. I like I love the way you said that. They're more yeah. seasoned. And I think Royce, he doesn't really need to respond to Mickey Fax. I think he could he should just call Crook. Just get crooked on the phone. And be oh like, look, man! Look, crook. Go ahead. Go ahead and handle. Go ahead and Yo, handle. Yo, crooked eye, quick. Crooked eye is not the nigga to be messed with. No, absolutely. Abso- oh fuck. my god, crooked eyes. Yeah. Look, that, that's why I said because he, he put up a lot. He put up a, a picture on his Instagram live, and he was like, "I got friends too. Y'all want to jump me? I got friends too. So crooked I think. Eyes. What do you say? How you say it? 
Crap goes got friends too. <laughs> Crooked Crap Eye is too. not that nigga. <laughs> Crooked Eye is not the nigga to be messed with. Like, no. on some rap beat, no, bro. He's not that nigga to mess with. Crooked I mean, Eye is a like a scientist lyricist nigga. Like he's Crooked Eye is different. Different. That nigga's really cut from a different cloth when it comes to this rapping, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. So I don't. A lot of people were like, "Who you? Who you gonna get? You gonna get Eminem? I don't think he needs to get Eminem. Just, nah, just, just nah, get, nah, nah, get nah. Crook, get Crook on the line. Leave, leave the white out. where he's at. We, we don't need Crooked Eye. Get Crooked Eye. That's crook. the niggas. Get yeah. Crooked Eye. Get Crooked Eye. Crooked Eye can handle the light work because I think I think Royce is gonna need to prepare for Lupe because Lupe Lupe is different. He's 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 from a different planet. And I think he's going to need to get something together mentally. He's going to need to he's going to need to go to a different place in order to respond to Lupe. Because when Lupe actually goes and sits down and writes a diss record, I think it's going to be crazy. That's what I was um, about to say. If that was off the top, imagine what he writes. Yeah, because what was that? <laughs> It'd be that dangerous, bro. What was that line that I had said to you? Uh, I think Lupe had said, I wish they would have took you instead of uh Bismarcky. Bismarcky, yeah. He said, I, I wish like, they I wish oh they would have took you instead of Bismarcky. And like when he when he said that, I was like, okay, like this is this is getting it's getting a little Perfect. bit out of hand. You're getting a little personal now. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 that Chicago, bro. Chicago mm-hmm. versus Detroit. That's some vicious, that's some uh that's some cities, bro. That's some gutter cities, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, about like, and even 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 Lupe said uh, once, like, some about you know hurting somebody or killing somebody, get involved. He it gets serious. Like he said, his mind goes left when he hears stuff like that. Like he ain't trying to hear that. Bro. I'm telling you. So if he got to go, if he got to go above, above <laughs> beyond, he, he gonna make it hurt. He gonna hit you where it hurts. Lupe comes in peace, but when he's messed with, he's like one of the most vicious. Yeah, and that was one of the things too that that I I completely agreed with Lupe with because uh, he he said that the sun kiss line was what triggered was what triggered his response. Mm-hmm. I think I think that you have to really you have to really understand that you can't you can't dictate how somebody is going to respond to something how they're going to take something which I think is is what Royce the problem is that that's the problem that Royce is having right now. Because he he's responding to all of this in a way where he wants to get physical, but you have to understand that what you said is what triggered Lupe to respond the way he did. You know what I'm saying? So you can't you can't just you can't sit there and respond however you want to respond, but then get mad whenever somebody responds how you don't want them. That doesn't make sense. Exactly. It's like exactly. It's like you responded not the way that I wanted you to respond. So now I'm about to. Just that's what mad. that's what really made me mad about the situation because he was talking about the sun chip uh, the sun chip verse was just a verse. I said, bro, I said not everybody's gonna take it the way you took it. Like in your nah. mind, like okay, it's okay. In somebody else's mind, they be like, you know what, bro, you fucked up for that. Like, yeah, and man. then he was saying, he was saying I wasn't trying to take it that way. I was like, but that's on you. That's how that now, person interpreted it. That's on you. And then yeah. what made it worse? You said, Mickey, you can take that verse, and Mickey got a kid, so of course he's gonna take it personal. I was like, you know yeah, I said, you you, you, dug, you dug yourself in the hole for that one because yeah, man. Yes, it's a verse, but the meaning the meaning can go so many ways, bro. Like, yeah, man, it's layers to this stuff, bro. When you say stuff, it's like it's a domino effect. 
words can really kill somebody physically. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. it's a yeah. real thing. And you know, with with Mickey with Mickey responding, his his verse was crazy, but I can understand Royce not, Royce not responding to Mickey facts. I I can understand that. Nah, fuck that. He said he cooking up niggas' boots. I want them boots to be fried, bro. Greased up. Fried. I don't give a damn. You, you, and then he said he's going out the math, too. I want him to fry them oh, boots. Oh, man. I don't care. He got to fry them boots. He called him out on it. He got to fry them boots, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that was one thing. That, that was the biggest disappointment with this because to me, how I take it, how I, or how I took Royce, to me, it seems like he feels like I'm such a great rapper. I'm so good that nobody is going to actually respond to me and say anything to me. And then whenever they actually did, he was like, Oh no, y'all just didn't. And now <laughs> like, like, nigga, what did you expect? Like, yeah. And now, because to me, how I look at it, I'm thinking that he thinks that he's such a feared rapper that nobody will, will go at him. And it's like, no, like it's no. I think that's the I think that's the thing that rappers and like people gotta realize. People are not as scared of you as you think. Like you're not you're not invincible, my nigga. Like yeah. that's what that's what I think that's what certain people think. Like they think they invincible. Like like nobody has the ball, nobody has the guts to actually diss me back. No, nigga, somebody will. That's how I felt about this situation, and that's how I felt about the Tory Lane situation. Because Tory Lane exactly. was gonna go at him, and and Royce responded. I think he said, "You sure you want to do that?" And Tory Lanez was like, "Yeah, I don't care. Suck my dick." And then Royce, Tory Lanez don't care, bro. Tory Lanez is with all the smoke. Yeah, yeah. I think you don't think, care. I, I don't think he cares. I don't think if I think even if it's a rapper that can outrap him, he he's with all the smoke. He don't care. God, I think they put him in that rap R and B category, so they like, oh, this nigga soft, like. And then he started rapping better than they thought he would on a diss. And then they'd be like, oh, well. He's like, yeah, bro, he's with all the smoke. <laughs> like, what you think this is? Like, you you downplaying. I think that's what it is. People be downplaying people's, like, like their personality. And they think, like, or if, if a person is, like, a real chill person, they like, oh, okay. They think they think they take kindness for weakness, and and chill people are are not weak. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, I've had to deal with that my entire life. I'm bro, always same, a chill, relaxed person, and people just think that they same. can just say and do whatever the fuck they want to you. I, same, I know bro. Same. I'm like, you can't just say and do anything. You can't just touch me, do anything. You can't just say something to me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like in my face. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, bro, that's crazy, and I think that's what it is. People think they invincible. They don't think nobody gonna say nothing because just because they come from a certain background or wherever the streets they come from, like or city, they think like, oh, I'm from this city, like I'm from Detroit, I'm from wherever, I'm from Chicago. Like they think nobody else because when you think about Tory Lane, you're like, oh, this nigga's from Toronto. This nigga ain't gonna respond to a Detroit nigga or a Chicago nigga. Like no nigga, like. You don't know. You don't know the person's circumstance. You don't know where they really came from. You just going off of like, oh, they must have like some weak, some weak niggas from this city. Like you don't know. Like you just thinking you invincible. But once you start like figuring out who people are and their background, and you be like, no, they not soft, bro. 
you they just appear soft to you, but just because they're not where you from, but I think that's what the thing is with certain rappers and people. They just they think like, oh, they from a certain city, they soft, they're not gonna respond. But no, they would all the smoke. All the smoke. The biggest disappointment in all of this is the fact that Royce took it to a place where it didn't need to go. All we were asking for was for him to rap. He's a rapidy rap dude, mm-hmm. and we just wanted him to rap, and he didn't give us that, so it's disappointing. And I think he was having a hard time trying to understand that because his response was, well, I feel like I'm, I've been disrespected. Okay, well, Lupe responded because he felt disrespected about that Sunkiss line. Mm-hmm. And that just goes back to uh, saying you can't, you can't tell somebody how to react to something. If you walk up to somebody and you slap them in the face and then they pull out a gun and they kill you, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't expect them to, you know, oh, you weren't supposed to, you know, it's just like you slapped him in the face. Like, why did you physically touch me? Why did you physically do, put your hands on me? It's like, <laughs> reaction, <laughs> action, reaction. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This whole, this whole thing just, I'm disappointed in Royce, man. Royce is one of my favorite MCs of all time, but this Same. whole situation was disappointing to see because I've been waiting on somebody. Yeah, y'all have y'all have seen me post it. I've been waiting on somebody to try fucking Royce Five Nine. I've been waiting on it, and you know, I mean, he had he had a, a moment to to step up and and prove prove why he's Royce Five Nine, and that's what Matt Hoffa was saying. Matt Hoffa was on Instagram Live like, "Fam, we just want you to rap. You did. You are this rap god." Show us why you're this rap god, and that's what I wanted. Because I, I prove, think, prove to us why that slaughter, why Eminem wanted you in slaughterhouse, man. Because he just yeah. doesn't take anybody, bro. because yeah, we can say we can say anything we want about Eminem, but Eminem ain't gonna let it slide. That's one thing I can say about the white boy. He ain't gonna let it slide. Shit, well, <laughs> hey, hey, look, ask for her machine gun Kelly at right now. Exactly. He, he ain't even a Eminem guy. is going to respond. Even though we talk about like Eminem's music ain't been all that like for some years. When it comes to dissing, he's not he's going to respond. It ain't no way he ain't gonna respond at all. There's no way. And so, and that's the that's the cloth that Royce comes from. And I'm just I am shocked. I'm surprised. Crooked, I ain't gonna let it slide. Cricket I gonna find something to say about Lupe. He's gonna find something. Well, um, speaking on that, because he he was uh, Royce was on live talking about how he was disappointed in Cricket. He was disappointed in Joyner Lucas. He was disappointed in uh, some other rappers because they didn't say nothing back about the situation. But everybody's explaining to like they all know you can kill both of them by yourself. Like you a grown got, man, what you mean? Like, they know, like, if somebody has enough, uh, like, enough confidence in you that you can kill two niggas by yourself, you don't really need. They they expect you not to have him. Like, if they if them top rappers, especially Crooked, I think you can take them on by yourself, both of them by yourself. That tells you something. That tells you that Crooked knows something. <laughs> Crooked knows something about you that nobody else knows about. Like they don't know. They, he know how you are in the booth. A lot mm. of people that ain't made songs, but you don't know that. Even uh, go to go back a while. Even Benny the Butcher said, "I was surprised when we was at his house that night. We made that song. Like he was spitting bars. 
And like people don't know, like people don't know what you can do, but the, your closest friends know what you can do. So if they don't, they respond, know what you're capable of. Telling you, nigga, you can handle them both by yourself. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought that shit was whack. Him saying that that Jordan Lucas and all, I thought that shit was whack. Like I, I, I come I on, bro, you're a grown I, man. Yeah, I heard that and I was like, the whole the whole situation that that the whole him maneuvering this way was terrible. Like it was it was terrible. This looks bad. It's looking really really bad right this now. This looks man. bad for him. Now I'm not I'm not again. I'm not gonna take away. I, I think I definitely 100 think that Royce can rap with Lupe. Like if he responded to Lupe fiasco, I think that he'll he'll give Lupe a run for his money, and I think Lupe will give Royce a run for his money. I think it'll be one of those. JD kiss Beanie Siegel situation. That's what I'm about to say. But, but he looking really bad. How long he taking? And if he I don't wanna, come with something now, it, it's 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 going to be Lupe got the victory. You know what? I want to address that too because that's something that I also don't agree with. I don't agree with that whole timestamp thing. If you're gonna diss somebody, I don't give a fuck how long it takes. Whenever Takeover came out, people don't realize that Ether. Oh came yeah, out. Ether came out like three months after. Three fucking months after takeover. But if, but if he never responds, Lupe won this. No, if he never responds, that's a problem. And I, and I'm not speaking. I'm only speaking for myself. I don't care about the time frame. Like whenever W Freestyle came out, a lot of people were like, "Oh, if Pusha doesn't respond next week, he lost." I'm just like, no. If Pusha T responds in a month, that's fine. I don't care about that. I don't yeah. give a damn about how long it takes for somebody to respond. I've never subscribed myself to that. Some of the some of the biggest battles in hip hop. The disses took a long time to to you know to come back. Do you think oh. he's the question is, do you think he's going to respond? So from from what he what I mean, it's kind of died down now, but whenever it was happening, he made it sound like he was gonna respond. He made he made it sound like he was going to. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, it could be it could be something because you have to understand, like I think Royce. Is still he, he's in that same camp from Eminem, so it could be that he responds whenever he's getting ready to roll out an album or a project. He may respond to to get momentum for an album or something like that. You never know. I don't know. He may he may wait until there is like you know some shit going on to actually respond. But yeah, what, if, what happens if he doesn't respond at all? If, if he if he doesn't respond, then then I would say that we have to look at Royce different. We had to look at where it's different. And I say, I say, Lupe wins. I say, I say, Lu, I say, Lupe wins one hundred percent. And I think I look at where it's different because I understand what he's saying when it when it's like you know he's saying that he feels disrespected. He felt like him and Lupe could have had could have possibly had a friendship and so on and so forth. But at the same time, you kind of fucked that up whenever you called him a bitch. You know what I'm saying on, on Instagram Live. Um. But I'm just gonna look at it different because I'm someone who who y- y'all y'all have heard me say it like I'm waiting for somebody to try Royce. So that looks bad on my part if I'm saying that and then somebody tries Royce and then he doesn't respond. Like that's bad. That's bad. And you so, know, you know, I'm you know I'm a big Royce fan, but you know I've always been Team Lupe. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know you have, I know you have Lupe in your top five. So you know, yeah, I, you know. Like, I look, but look, I mean, it it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not biased. I'm not biased towards anybody. If Royce doesn't respond, then I'll actually be shocked, bro. I I'll be shocked too. I'll be I'll be very shocked too. 
Because I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's, it's Lupe Fiasco, man. Like you kind of, he's one of the greatest lyricists. You kind of, you, you kind of have to respond if if you don't respond. I feel like this is your one shot. Who else better to prove your lyrical ability than against Lupe? Like exactly. this is the perfect person to do it with. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. I understand like him not responding to Tory Lanez. That's fine. It's Tory Lanez who gives a fuck. But this is Lupe Fiasco, like. Get different caliber lyricists, bro. <sighs> um, I personally, again, like I said, I don't give a fuck if he doesn't respond to Mickey Fax. I don't care about that. Uh, that this was hard. I know Justin said that he wants him. He wants him to respond to Mickey Fax. I, I don't care if he responds to Mickey. Fax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, the man said some shit that made me want to fight. I'm like, yo, calm down, bro. Because like Roy said. I wasn't worried about the fact that you, you know called me out and shit. The fact that you talked about that uh, Cassidy incident—that's what pissed me off. I was like, "Man, come on now! That, oh, that's the one thing you want to call out on this beat, man." Hey, a lot man. of deflection going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what's going on, but you should not say shit about that Cassidy beat or that Cassidy thing because nothing went down. I was like, "All right, man, you, you called out Def- the wrong stuff." Deflect- <laughs> deflecting is only making you look worse. Yeah. Is looking and I, the thing that made me hate it the most is that Mickey Fax really got on the motherfucker and apologized. Uh, if I was Mickey, I probably I would owned up to. It. I'm like, man, I said what I said, bro. When I say what I say, I, why I gotta apologize for it? Like, I, I felt bad. I was like, Mickey, don't apologize, man. You, you did what you had to do. He said you wasn't checking boxes. You were sitting there trying to prove a point. Amen. We just gotta see how. We just got to see how this all rolls out. We're going to see. If you, if you want me to be honest with you, I think, I think Royce and Lupe, they're, they're done. I don't think that's, that's. Oh, there's no, there's no, um, there's no recovering as far. I don't think as far on Lupe's side, because when Lupe is like, when he's done with people, he's like really done with people. Like he has some situation with Kid Cudi. He's still. He's still um, not. He's still not. He's saying he's looking for Kid Cudi to fight him. I remember that. I remember like, that. Like even to this day, he's like, you see, Kid Cudi is probably on site. I'm like, oh snap! <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, Chicago is really coming out, bro. They're gonna be the mm, out of Kid Cudi. <laughs> They're gonna be the mm, out of Kid Cudi. Cudi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's gonna beat the hum out of Kid Cudi. That's crazy. That's crazy. He's gonna he's gonna get what? Because what was Roy saying? He's gonna get a samurai sword. Because Lupe be having them samurai swords and shit. This this nigga this nigga's this nigga Lupe is like uh he's really like a black samurai for real. Like he's he's into a lot of samurai. Like, yeah, he he a Japanese black. Nigga, like, like <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised if he liked that uh that Yusuke anime that was on Netflix. I wouldn't be surprised. If he, if he oh, I'm pretty sure like he watches anime. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, um, of course. Yeah, man. But uh, all we can do is wait and see what uh what Royce does. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, you know, Royce, you're still one of the greatest rappers to me. Of course, Lupe is one of the GOATs. Uh, Mickey Fax, I don't really know how active Mickey Fax is in the battle scene. Uh, I haven't watched the Mickey Fax battle in a long time. So, same. Uh, salute, salute to all of those guys, man. Uh, Royce, 
We got we got to get a response from you, bro. We got to get a response from you, bro. But yeah, uh, salute to all those guys. Salute to uh, Nas, uh, Drake, Kanye. Uh, do we have anything else? Do we leave anything out? I think that's everything. All right. Well, yeah, uh, we appreciate you guys for pulling up to episode 60. What is it, 64? 64. Episode 64 of the TNT podcast. Justin, thank you for joining us, my brother. Yes, Anytime. Sir. Anytime. Support yes. the movement, bro. That's all you got to do. Support the movement. I support my brothers 100%. We appreciate you, bro. And for sure, he's going to be back yes, for sir. more episodes. So yes, we'll be back on more episodes. Uh, we'll be right back at you guys with 65. Uh, peace, love. Everybody take care. Take care of your health. Uh, stay inside. Don't spread the variants. And yeah. We're out of here. We're out of here. Peace. Peace, God. Peace, God. <laughs>